Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. <laughs> okay, welcome to Coffee Chat. <laughs> we are in the car with Cece Coffee. Always in the car and always have coffee. And, How do you do your day? Unless we're not in the car. But we do have coffee. Unless always. we're drinking water because it's very Just important to stay hydrated. to drink more coffee. Exactly. We drink more water so we can drink more coffee. Um, okay. I was listening to something today about coping. Oh, coping. Yes. And all about how the different ways that we cope mm-hmm. and how we've chosen to cope during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And coping is very important. Yes. But you have to cope in healthy ways. Right. And not unhealthy Definitely. ways. Definitely. And it was very interesting. You know? Yes. So what was the main point? Um, cope for Jesus. Exactly. Be better. Choose the better way to cope because we're all going to cope and we just have to make better choices. Exactly. We're all going to cope. So. I know what it said. What? <laughs> okay. It said, it talked about how we like numb, we numb out. So we're like when we think that we're like numbing out and relaxing we're really falling away from like what christ god actually like intended for us to live in like the fullness of god and we think that we're just like chilling and just like doing whatever and like numbing out but like but we weren't called to numb out yeah like we're falling away from the fullness of god that he intended for us even in the coping oh that's such a good point because when we escape from something which is usually how we cope in whatever form that looks like whether it's what you know been um binge watching netflix all weekend or drugs alcohol whatever um food you know we're running away from the hard thing um god gives us a day of rest which is the sabbath but he doesn't want us to run away from the hard things we're called to call on him to be strengthened by his grace and his power um, knowing the fullness of all that we have and face our giants just like David did okay so David was a king he wasn't a prophet he was King David yes yes he was a shepherd boy that's right and so but he faced things head-on which is what as Christians filled with the Holy Spirit and having the fullness of the deity which is in Christ in us we can too yes. and our children can and that's what's so exciting that's why we don't have to run or cope we have to cope we Just have to cope. cope but we can know how to cope yeah and so um Ephesians 3 like is our girl talk prayer but just thinking about like the fullness of god and what we're like meant to live in it just says like um for this reason i kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named i pray that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened in power in your inner being through his spirit and that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith through faith i pray that you rooted and firmly established in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love through surpassing knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And like that's such a good prayer and like verses to remember when we are coping with every part of life. Like 
all of COVID, all, I mean, I've been with girls all week just asking them, like, what's been the hardest part of COVID and, like, quarantine and stuff, like, where are you now? And, like, what are you taking out of what you've been able to learn and taking it into this season? Because even though, like, we're not quarantined, like, life is still a lot different than normal. And we're in this, like, I mean, apart from COVID, with COVID, like, all of it, we're in this, like, season and time of life that our our world has never been in because when I mean, we choose to go and, like, isolate and watch Netflix all weekend and just so many different coping mechanisms isolate us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what I was listening to earlier was just talking about how we're living in, like, this, um, culture time of just distancing mm-hmm. even like in our coping mm-hmm. and we're losing like not only connecting with God but like our connection with others definitely our connection with others I was in the store the other day and I walked in and I mean it was in the morning anyway so it was a little bit more quiet but everyone had on their masks and no one was talking to each other and it just it made my heart sink I remember that we can't let that um, silence us or isolate us even more. We can't give up. We have to keep pushing through with faith, knowing what we are called for and what who we're called to be for each other, encouraging each other and strengthening each other. Um, and, and also making sure that we're um, strengthening ourselves through our quiet time with the Lord. So with coping, like just, you know, coffee chat your mom you're here because you're a mom um I mean I would definitely just encourage you to watch the way your kids are coping with things and like talk to them about it because I think it's really easy to just I mean it's really easy to just kind of dismiss our children's behavior and when they're upset and they like react to something and then just get mad about that and then you're reacting to their reacting and you're not really talking about what's actually going on because there is so much there's so much tension right now we've all been together this whole time and then there's so much going on they're at school all day most of the kids have their mask on all day long and their interaction is not there I was talking to some girls this week and asking them again like what their hardest thing has been and they just said that they're not allowed to sit in groups at school like they only have a certain amount of time that they're allowed to be in a group and then they have to be either by themselves or six feet apart from like one other person and so there's just a lot going on and a lot of things that like our brains weren't made to process and and we were made for touch yeah we were made for that touch so all when the they feels. all the feels so when they come home and they do they're already irritable and they're already um you know on edge and they blow up like take a minute remember that they haven't been nurtured all day and so go ask them hey what's going on you know do you just need a hug like what happened today and just be that place where they can you know and then we can encourage them because just like Amy read um, through faith everything is through faith our Christian walk is faith and I love this verse that came up on my uh, history, on my memories today on my, my feed. It's Hebrews 11, 32 through 34, um, talking about the prophets. And we can have this too. We have to remember that we can have this too. It said, the prophets who by faith conquered kingdoms, 
administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. So if we can remember that if we just even pray for more faith, like sometimes when we want to give up and we want to cope and we want to say, I don't know what to do, all that is okay because even the centurions, the centurion, when his child was sick, he said, and Jesus said, what do you want me to do? Your, go and your son is healed. He was like, I do believe, please help my unbelief. I mean, all the time we can call out for more faith. We can cry out and say, Lord, I know this is possible. I do believe, please help my unbelief. And Jesus even said to people when he was going around healing, it is done according to your faith. So if you're having a hard time believing, acknowledge that and pray for more faith. Everything that Abraham did was accredited to him, accredited to him as righteousness because of his faith. So we can't give up. We can't say nothing's going to get better or it's never going to change or I can't do this. I think it's important just to um, notice what your kids are going to when they're upset and like just to see what their natural like coping mechanisms are and then work with them and explain with them and talk with them through it like what is healthy and what isn't and why it isn't like why we don't need to go eat all of this cake when we're upset or like why if you're upset like don't go to your room and watch netflix like let's talk about it let's yes. not just numb out and go deal with that and even just the fact of like going to watch netflix and not dealing with what's going on and pushing it to like deal with it later because it's going to come out in something else and right. so i think just and that takes a lot of effort and a lot of just praying i mean praying first the holy spirit will just give you the wisdom to like see it in your children and just ask him to give you like that discernment and just the being able to notice it and because it's really easy I mean we all get really busy it's really easy to just like go about our days and not pick up on things but just right. to be in that like thoughtful like picking up on it I can't think of like the actual smart observe word it. for it yeah, yeah like observe it and just be aware of everything yeah. as you are busy as we are getting everything done you know yeah make it a point to just pay attention to yeah. yeah and not everything has to be a lecture but everything needs to be it needs to be a constant conversation like and what you were talking about earlier like give your children a safe place that they want to come and talk to you and that's not always going to be the case that's personality that's being I mean you have one kid who's afraid to talk to you because they don't want to disappoint you and then you have one kid that's afraid to talk to you because they don't want to get in trouble and then there's one kid that is afraid you're going to be mad. And so, I mean, it's all about the personalities. And so yes. don't, like, beat yourself up if your kid doesn't want to talk to you all the time. But just be that place. And just and if they're just continuing, continually, like, shutting you down and saying, like, we don't always have to talk. This isn't, you know, like, I mean, I've heard girls say that. Like, this doesn't always have to be a conversation. This doesn't always have to be a lecture. Like, and that's really hard. But just being that place that they can feel that way like you always want to just even if you're not getting it back from them just pray 
that the Holy Spirit allows you to always be the place they want to talk to. If for whatever reason they don't want to talk to you, just tell them you want to t them to talk to someone. Yeah. And say, is there someone that you would be comfortable talking to? Um, and then pray for that person to be in their life. Uh, and then hopefully it's somebody. We always want it to be someone that you can have that conversation with. Someone that will, after they talk to them, someone that you have um, that close relationship with that will talk to you and let you know what's going on. Um, and tell your child that. Say, look, I just want you to talk to someone because it's good to get this stuff out. If you're not comfortable talking to me, you know, here are a few people that I trust that I'm on the same page with. Would you want to talk to any of them? And, and then just, you know, pray. God will work in everything. We just have to pray for him to use these things. And just because the you know, our ultimate goal is their heart and um, their heart to be restored to Him and their heart to grow in faith um, in their relationship with Him. So that, whatever that takes is what we want to happen and that's what we're praying for. For Girl Talk, like I've always tried to be that person that girls can talk to that, but moms always know that like I'm talking to them and I never talk to girls I mean, the first thing is always, like, well, have you talked to your mom? And if it's a no, then, like, okay, well, how fast can we get to where we're going to talk to her? Because that's definitely, I mean, that's the heart of Girls Walk in just, bond, like, having that mother-daughter relationship. And, I mean, yeah, if you, like, you, there are going to be other people that your daughter is talking to. That's healthy. That's necessary. That's, like, that is part of community and body of Christ. Like, we need multiple people but we also all need to be like together on it mm -hmm. and so that's something that I mean we both are in girl talk wanting we want that it's always been that way like that's what girl talk has always been because it's it's all of us together I mean they all I mean it takes a village is a thing that right. everyone says so it's not like it's just like a new thing but like we know it takes multiple people so but we ultimately want that mother and daughter relationship to be so strong where that conversation is always open and so you yes. know I am I think I might have perfected the I'm sorry I should not have done that I was wrong I was wrong for getting upset and you know I mean as a mom we have to constantly be the example of humility um, when we sin and going and saying we were we're sorry I'm sorry I was wrong to hurt you I was wrong to you know, react that way because when we do that it does it shuts them down and so if that um, if if your relationship has been damaged in that way that's the first thing that has to be said is I'm sorry that I've done this and I don't want to be this way I want to be someone you can trust because I love you so much and I think ultimately um, we all you know have something we can say we're sorry for and and our children need to hear that. They need to see humility. humility. They need to see um, repentance. They need to see restitution. Because all of those things are what we all are called to as a Christian. Because we're none of us are without sin. And we've sinned against um, each other. We've sinned against our children, husbands, whomever. We've sinned against people. And... You know, so we're always in a state of either giving grace or receiving grace. 
and that is that is constantly just at the core of everything so if there is a reason why your daughter was doesn't want to talk to you you know ask that say you know I mean just put it out there put it out there and see where it goes and let it constantly be a thing that is always at work yeah and I mean it helps me to know like that all everything you just said is true like she's not just saying stuff like that is how she like how I was gonna say you mom but this is the way you live your life and so it's easy it's easier for me like knowing that because when I am in conversations like I can like I know that you know what I'm trying to say like I know that and so I can like when because your daughters when they're if they're gonna talk to someone else they it's like I just don't understand like why it has to be this way or you know things like that and it's when you live when as a mom like you live in a life of humility it helps like older girls like us who are like trying to stay in the middle and always trying to like pull you all together and never be like that's what girl talk like is never a dividing like and that's one thing when you are praying for people in your daughter's lives to be there and like mentor them like always pray that it's someone who's like a bonding force and never like a like you never want someone in your daughter's life that is like yeah your mom should never have done that oh, right like you never you, want someone that's going to bring division yeah and that's mm -hmm. why like as a mom like when you live your life in humility like you're saying it's just it's easier for the people you have in your lives that are working with all of you in this like it's easier to come in and like know that that's how you stand because then it's an easier way to say like she doesn't mean it that way or like she knows that she's like you know what I'm trying to say like if I'm having a bad day it's easier for you to point it out because you know that I'm gonna recognize it also and come back and say I'm sorry I was wrong yeah that. like there's so many times I can say something and then I can be like I mean she would say that like you would say that like I can say things because I know like you would say that and I would never say anything that like you wouldn't say but because you live your life and you like as a mom like you are in humility then like it's easier to see it on the I don't know what I'm trying to say I wish I could land it because it really is a good point and I really wish that like I could explain it better when we like when we live a life of vulnerability then because Honesty, if you live in, in like a fence and you live in like I'm better than everyone and I never mess up and like if you live the opposite way of what you're saying to live as a mom and the way you do live as a mom like you live out what you say then it's hard it's hard to be if you, imperfect like when we create an atmosphere of expecting perfection because we think we're right all the time yeah then it's hard for someone to come to us when they're not being perfect yeah and like is that what you're saying yes and no when it is in that situation where they're just like so frustrated with their mom then it's just like if you live your life in humility it's easier for other people to speak life into you and the relationship with you you have with your daughter because if you live your life in humility others see that and i just you do you remember when well you probably don't because you weren't on computers yet when email first came out i remember I had an email account at my office 
and um, and people were getting forward happy with all the things. And so I used to get forwards all the time. And, and one of those was because they were like encouraging, you know, yeah. encouraging things. And one of them was people remember how you made them feel more than what you said. Yes. And so that just stuck with me. And, and so I have, of course, after the times I messed up, you know, and then Holy Spirit was like, to do and so then I would have to go back and ask forgiveness and say I was sorry I'm sorry I shouldn't have acted that way and you know all that stuff and so I just finally got to the point where I'm like you know what my kids remember how I feel how I make them feel more than what I say and so I've just tried to create I try to I still have to try I mean it's still the enemy is always against us and so it's still a constant prayer but as the days and weeks and months and years go by we are also training our own character and and proclaiming the truth that we are dead to sin and alive in Christ and so if we can remember that we are dead to sin and alive in Christ and and we we put to death our flesh every day then we can um, allow Holy Spirit to work in us and create that atmosphere of good feeling to our children and give them that safe place, which is so important because we have to remember every day. I mean, if you've got to write it on a sticky note on your mirror or in your closet or wherever to pray for um, and just remind yourself and, and, and pray and I guess one of my, and just tell yourself, I am dead to sin and alive in Christ and say it out loud so that, you know, that is your prayer and the enemy flees. And, and as you're tempted to react to hard situations in hard situations, you're like, nope, I'm not going to react because I'm dead to sin and I'm alive in Christ. And, and I will not use my body to obey its evil desires. That's been Romans that we've been talking about. And so as you train your flesh, as you put to death your flesh and train your character and, and grow in that, you are creating that atmosphere and the home, the feeling that your children need to be able to be themselves as they grow in faith and maturity and strength and overcome the temptations of the world and the flesh and the devil. And I think all of this just goes back to just wrap up the coping of all of it because, like, it's natural. Our, we are going to naturally cope with every single, like, every aspect of life. Like, right. And that's why, I mean, our emotions are so, like, that. I don't know. The Enneagram is important. Who we are is important. What the Bible says is the most important. Um, but our personalities, the way we react, the way we cope, like all of that. And I mean, I'm a psychology, like everything. And so at my brain, like I love the way that our brains are made because God just made them so intricately and they're so different. And, and so the way we cope is with our personalities and it's different in our emotions and like what, what changed, what changes my mood is different than what changes your mood. And right. just like in every relationship, you have to figure that out and you have to, and it's not just 
your kid might be a brat, like, you know, 2020, you know, you might have a bratty kid, but more than times than not, it's, you have to get down to the heart of it and like why they're reacting that way, what they feel like all of that stuff. And that's why, I mean, counseling is so important, but more important than counseling, it's doing what counseling does for your kids at home. And that's the talking through things. And that's not, it's not just like your brat go to your room like you're mm -hmm. disrespecting me like yeah your kids should not disrespect you but like why are they like right why do they feel like they can what's going on why are they reacting to you that way like why did that just make them upset and why not not this like mm -hmm. the same reason like one person hits you in the head and you're screaming and crying and then another one like you fall down and hit your head and you're fine and it's mm -hmm. the same action, but your reactions are different because of the way you feel. And the circumstances have, have created the way one feels in a moment. And, and throw all mm -hmm. of that into 2020 and quarantine and mask and hormones and mm -hmm. just every everything that is getting thrown at your kids. It's not an excuse, but it's something to talk through. Exactly. And it's something to realize. And so... Um, I mean, we always are just here to encourage you, but definitely just pay attention to your kids and mm -hmm. don't just, and it's hard because you've got all that going for you too. Like there's so much going in your brain as a mom. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you just have to throw everything into your kids and just pay attention to them and nothing else. Cause you're really important too. Your marriage is the most important in your relationship with God. Like that you have really important things your children are important like you have a lot going on as a mom and we know that she knows that better than me but like but Jeremiah 33 3 says call to me and I will show you great and unsearchable truths yeah. things you do not know and so even with all this stuff going on God knows your child God knows your circumstances he knows your children's circumstances and so every day one of the most important things to pray is just for wisdom to um, to be able to know just to know what to say the, the right words at the right times and the love pray for wisdom and love and um, and for your eyes to be open to know um, and those things. It's full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Oh, those for Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, get, who gives generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. Mm -hmm. Um, and let him ask with, for, let him ask in faith without doubting. So, yeah, I mean, that's considered pure joy, but that's an, like, everything in me and Charlie if you look at it like that you know and hard things it's it's hard to be a mom it's hard to have all these kids that are looking at you all the time and calling your name all the time just keep going because I know there are some of you on here listening that wish you could change your name and wish that you could hide in your closet and eat all the chocolate and no one could find you and so and it's okay to feel that way here. it's okay to feel yeah. that way because Paul said, I am. Oh, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in weaknesses and insults, hardships, persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 
Yes, and so he was boasting. He was like, I'm, I'm excited to boast in my weaknesses because when I'm weak, then I'm strong because the power of Christ is resting on me. And it's, and if we look at it as an opportunity, y'all, these things, these hard situations, that's why James 1.1 says, consider it pure joy when faced with trials of many kinds. All these things are opportunities for God's power to come forth and um, and that's why we have to make sure that we're not trying to do too much as a mom like are we really majoring on the minors in life or are we making the most thing that the most important things are we keeping the most important things the most important um, and so when when we make sure that when our priorities are in the right order and we still have trials then those are just opportunities for us to stop and say, okay, Jesus, how are you gonna solve this? Like, that's why we don't have to react. That's why we can just be patient because love is patient and just take the time to talk. And love is kind and love is not easily angered. All those things because these are opportunities for our children's hearts to grow in the righteousness and admonition of the Lord. So wrap up my thought is that I have learned in these hard times, instead of like becoming panicky like I used to do, just to say, you know what? It's just another opportunity to either teach my children, love my children, or for God to be glorified and show off his power because this is something I really cannot solve. I can't wrap my brain around it. Mm -hmm. Well, shout out to Stan Sherlin, even though we're talking about moms. Um, Mr. Stan died last week and at his funeral emma and cherish both spoke just talking about how much stan the man is what i called him just how much he loved and just not only them but loved everyone and how well he just knew how to love and they shared a story just about i mean they just talk i mean even me like i can talk about how much stan loved cherish like and i watched it my whole life and emma talked about how much she loved her and just love was just the way that you know he lived his life but they talked about how um he would get up early and Cheris got up really early too but he would always get up earlier than her and he would wait for her to make his coffee because he loved the way that she made coffee <laughs> and so then she said that all of her friends would like kind of make fun of her for for spoiling him and just being like, well, he can make his own coffee. Like, why does he wait for you? And like, just kind of always picking at her about how he spoils her. And she just said like, honestly, like she loves to spoil him. Like, because he did that for her and she wants to do it for him. And Emma was like listening to this conversation, like sharing and Emma was like, kind of interrupted and was like, actually, we all love spoiling each other. Like we all just love to love each other and serve each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's like the way that God made us to be that's first Corinthians 13 like that is the way that we should be and they shared the quote that it's one of my favorite quotes and it has a little bit like of discussion with it but it's um share the gospel always if necessary use words and um words are very important and so there's always discussion in that but actions are really important too and so like just love your kids and just like you said like it is like they're gonna remember more how you made them feel than ever about what you said exactly. and if you sit down and lecture them for 30 minutes about how they should have made a different decision they're gonna feel defeated they're gonna feel 
distracted and discouraged and they're gonna probably get more angry than they are about understanding because it's really hard they're they're used to being lectured at school they're used to being lectured like in the principal's office they're used to being lectured in trouble and so it's really hard for their brains to like click into my mom loves me and that's why she's lecturing me for 30 minutes and like we know it's going through our minds when we're trying to like get them to understand what we see but they aren't seeing that and they are just feeling just oh, another lecture like another mm -hmm. they're telling me again that I didn't do something right and so instead of that like like I said like have the conversations out love each other out serve each other like and speaking to their life who they are yes definitely instead so of calling them out for what they've done just say I know you're not gonna do this again because you're you're smart I know you can make yeah. your choices and, and this this decision does not define you exactly and that is why you don't have to make it again That's right. because it is that the lie of you've already done that do it again mm -hmm. this that is, is a lie you are. of yeah, Satan it's... and he will use mm -hmm. it against them you've already seen that show so why don't you just watch another one like mm -hmm. you've already you've already been to that party you already had that one sip like just mm -hmm. have another one like and that just goes into so many other things but it's just like the decisions don't define your kids and don't let your words make them feel that right so true yeah thanks for joining us today Always. thank you and hope you get more coffee yep don't let your coffee cup run dry and <laughs> yeah. i don't know where that came from it's a good I, one i don't that know that should be our tagline for coffee chat <laughs> Don't I'm definitely making that. We're going to make a t-shirt. Y'all should order them. Coffee chat. Never let your coffee cup run dry. <laughs> but always make sure that if it's not, if it doesn't have coffee in it, that it has water in it. Because so that you is... can put more coffee in it after you finish your water. Exactly. Because water is, without the caffeine is definitely important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thanks okay. for joining us. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.